We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Laura. I've got a funny question for us to open our podcast today. Well, with Christmas approaching in, well, a few weeks, but with Christmas approaching, um, tell me a funny Christmas story. Just something funny that happened around Christmas time uh, that you guys had to recover from. Okay. The first one that comes to mind, it's like the epic story of our family. We used to go and cut down real Christmas trees. Like I grew up doing that. It was part of our tradition. So when we got married, Jay and I were like, we're only having real trees. So we did the real tree, go through the forest with the kids. Well, the girls were probably around two or four and we were hosting all the family. And we had this small townhouse, but the way the townhouse was built, we had kind of like a winding staircase. So it was a big opening. So we were able to get a massive tree so i said jay we're gonna get like a 12 to 14 footer you could literally stand on the top floor and put the star on like it was so massive and it filled in between so we're so excited we find this tree jay shaves it down i mean we probably cut half the tree oh when you gosh. think about how wide it was when right, i think back i'm like right. that was so dumb it was not a very big entrance way but we wanted this big wow factor for the family so we fill it all up we had a big dog at the time and at night we got, and I'm telling you this about the big dog, because when we went to bed, it was, we had had it for about a couple of weeks. It was all ready to go. It was a 22nd. We went to bed. Everyone's coming on the 23rd at night. Okay. Everyone's showing up <laughs> for Christmas and I'm ready. I'm excited. And I'm like on it. Right. You got your beautiful tree. You're ready to host. I'm ready. I'm ready to host. We go to bed and all I hear is ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, what in the world? I'm thinking it's my big dog that's like knocking all the balls off the bottom. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll fix it in the morning. I was too tired to get up. I didn't realize this. But what had actually happened was my tree had a disease. Every single needle <laughs> fell off my tree. And that's why the balls were falling off. Because the, the needles were falling off. So the all the hooks were falling no. off the branches. So all the needles... All the decorations are slipping off. Yeah. And the reason why I stopped hearing it is because the cushioning of the needles underneath. I'm not joking when I say this. It was probably like four to five inches all around the tree. And then I had a big dog. I had two dogs, but my big dog dragged it all over the house. I had needles everywhere. So this is the 23rd. I'm waking up. Everyone's (sighs) arriving that night. Okay. For it to come. And I am freaking out. So I'm like crying. I don't know what I'm going to do. Jay and I get in the car. We drove to Canadian Tire. We bought a floor model, one of the last few left. And it happened to be one that was like pink, baby green, and like, I don't know, white or baby blue. And it was all ballerina slippers. It was like think, decorated? Decorated. So thank goodness we have girls. You bought the floor model with the decorations? With the decorations. No. They saran wrapped it with the decorations on it, brought it home, and I just set it up. And it's still a tree we have in our basement. Not the decorations, but the tree. So the girls laugh every time. Oh this is the ballerina God. tree. And actually the girls each have split the like the ornaments. There was like little teddy bears. It was such a... Now it's so cute, the ornaments. But back then, 
it was like, you were so embarrassed i was so embarrassed the boys came and i was like i'm sorry like we have girls i'm i told them the story but it was hilarious it was our saran wrapped canadian tire tree and that was it, so we literally unsaran wrapped it boing, and it was ready to go all the lights the decorations <laughs> that's how we that bought it that is funny? so funny i, know, we I paid i think an extra hundred bucks for it yeah for, for all, all the, the ornaments the manager oh sold it. We gosh. told him we gave her a sob story. I was crying. She said, "Okay, sh- that's totally fine. I'll sell it to you. It's a floor model, and I'll give it to you for a hundred bucks, like extra." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the d- with oh everything my on it. Gosh, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, that's my story. Okay, that so, so that happened. How about you? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's always funny stories at Christmas time. Oh my goodness. Well, I remember one time when my kids were really, really little, and um, you know, Christmas morning came, and like, I mean, little as in like toddler like toddler like 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 pre you know school kind of age yeah um and so yeah (laughs) (laughs) they were so excited the you know everything on christmas eve we don't you know we don't have the tree set up and then christmas morning you wake up and you know all the gifts are out and all of that so um one i won't i won't name which one of my children (laughs) for their sake But one oh, of no. one of our children uh, went downstairs to look at the tree and got so excited and just what we were sleeping. We were, we were the rest of the family was still sleeping. Got so excited that they whizzed all <laughs> over all the presents. I can't even take no, that. no, actually, <laughs> like I think, and I, I this like oh my this goodness. kid never had accidents. It wasn't like this wasn't a normal thing. And so they must have just got so excited <laughs> and just like had to go to the bathroom and could not wait and just decided. Like you're trying to get into a toddler brain, like what a toddler would think. Thinking, like what happened? Because it wasn't like it wasn't like they had an accident in their pants. No, no, they whizzed all over the (laughs) presents. I mean, like all over. So we come downstairs to start opening the presents, and I I start handing some of the presents, and then some of them are a little bit wet, and I'm like, (laughs) "What? That's so weird. Why is that present wet?" And then I I notice that that like so many of the presents are wet. Like I think they sprayed. Literally did a big spray. And then I, I smelled it and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's the morning pee too. It's the morning pee. Is that not horrifying? Okay. That's actually, I think the story of stories. I think you top oh the, the Christmas gosh. story. No, your story, your story is too much. No, I but can't. that is funny. But whizzing, like that's a funny, like a I toddler know. thinks that little kids do. What, You're like, what, what in happened? the world? Okay, that's funny. I'm sure everyone listening today is killing themselves laughing wherever you are because I can't even take that. Like, that is so funny. Oh, my god! I'm going to be thinking yes, about that. Yes, Every time yes. I put, yeah, put the presents, I'll be like, don't, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't on the presents. <laughs> Note to self. Oh, gosh, oh, that's man. funny. Oh, so that's funny. a great story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, speaking about Christmas and trees and all of the th- goodness that comes with it, you know, a funny thing happened the other day. I was decorating our tree and I have, once again, I've got a massive tree. I don't know what it is with me and massive trees. It's fake though. This one's a fake one. That was over. Once that died, that one tree, that was it for us. Anyway, um, we have a huge tree too. I think it was like, I think it might be 14 feet. And so to decorate this tree though, it's a real daunting, I have to kind of be in the right space to do it. And it takes me about a week to decorate this tree. And it's kind of like my joy like I put music on and it's I put ribbon on it it's like really special I love it it's like the feature of our house your ribbon is apparently quite the task it's quite the task okay all right okay so I love this tree well the other day I put on I finally finish it literally had a night to enjoy it had my cup of coffee yesterday I go in I look at my tree it's out 
we plug it in it's out all the lights are out it's out yeah all the lights are out i literally walked into the other room and i i said like jay i can't take this right now but the tree is not working like i literally just put the bow on like finished the night before and we've had the light we've had it lit for like the three whole weeks week. the whole okay. yeah like we have it lit and then i start to decorate it but okay it's so okay. pretty even just with the lights on it right right so I'm like, yeah, I can't like, it's got all the ribbon and I'm thinking what section, like what is going on here? Like there are sections of lights that are like 300 tons and I've got one with little strand. I don't even know. So I'm thinking, please don't let, like, how am I going to redo this? All the ribbon, all the balls, like everything that's on it. I don't even know. Do I just rip the whole thing apart and just have white lights to share? Like, I don't think I could do it again. So Jay's like, I'll look at it. Well, he, he ends up going in. It ends up being thank you lord actually prayed i was like oh god please (laughs) please but it's only a tree i know but oh my goodness end up being only the 50 light set that i stuck on last year and it just wasn't solid enough okay and it burnt and so once we replace that totally fine the tree's lit but it just got me thinking you know how this tree is beautiful like it really is a beautiful tree and it's got so many lights like probably 1500 lights in it but this little strand of 50 lights burning out made my tree ineffective. I couldn't, you wouldn't see the brilliance of the tree. All the other lights were connected to that one little strand and how you're just plugging in. It's just like probably something I bought cheap, just plugged it in last year to do the trick and it wasn't able to sustain the power that's needed and it just burnt out. And I was just thinking about in my own life, how all of our heart space is connected how much of us is connected and we have to be i have to be mindful of those areas all areas because it can literally rend so much of my life ineffective when those areas burn out or when i'm not on top of what is going on and i just i thought that'd be a really good podcast today to talk about that what is that string in your life right now that maybe you know has just done the trick or you keep repairing or you keep not dealing with or just maybe it's the same thing that you realize it's getting fragile or it's blinking and you think, ah, it could just get me through to this, but there's going to come a time where it's going to completely burn out and it'll really render so much of your life ineffective and lose the brilliance of what God has intended for us to live with. So I just thought that'd be a really great conversation today. Just got me thinking about it yesterday. That one little set of light, 50 lights to the 1500. Right, yeah, right. burning out. No, that is. Yeah, that's a really interesting idea and visual picture, you know, and I think we can, anybody who decorates a Christmas tree can relate, okay? You know, you <laughs> usually buy the Christmas tree with the lights built in and then eventually, and actually yeah. not very long, after a couple of years, yeah. those lights start to go and then you have to start to add lights and all of that. So I totally get the idea of a small strand that's attached to even larger strands and larger strands and larger strands. But even the... um how like it's that weakest link type of uh idea when you think of that story and the the tiny strand which was maybe cheaper maybe you picked it up somewhere right couldn't Mm -hmm. sustain the power of the other ones or just didn't have the longevity Mm -hmm. but but it is true that there are like areas of our life that if we let them go out of check that you know 
it means that we won't have longevity mm. in what we're called to do, in what we're supposed to do. Like it does affect our not only our our ability, you know, to shine in the brilliance that God has desired for us to do, but even to have the longevity mm. of what we were intended to do. And it makes me think about the importance of soul care. It like, you know, we hear so much about self-care. We hear so much about like, oh, do this, do this, do this. You know, I've, I've got to do this for my self-care. And, you know, and, and often what seems to be, and I don't want to, I don't want to put this down completely because again, I don't know the motives of everyone's heart. I really don't. I only, and I, I actually don't even know the motive of my own heart. So, mm-hmm. so let's be honest. So I don't want to come from, from a seat of judgment, but it feels like a lot of times when you hear people talking about self-care or even sometimes myself, if I, if I kind of feel that sort of coming to the surface, there is a selfish ambition in it. It's like what works and serves me is my self-care. Whereas I like, I don't know if scripturally, if that's really the heart of self-care or if that's actually the most effective for our soul space. I I don't think it is. What serves me best is actually not going to serve my soul best. And so, you know, even this idea, I think, goes to like a deeper place of our soul space to say like, what is in there that is the weakest link that is actually affecting, you know, some of my most greatest mm. strengths mm. that's, that's, hindering some of my greatest strengths from being in operation and um yeah so really really great topic and really great conversation for it today. is yeah because even in like with the group of girls i'm doing life group with we were ta- we're reading a book enemies of the heart by andy stanley mm, such yes. a great book yeah it's a good one great discussion it's going really well and there's this one line that i just love because i feel like this is an indicator it's like that will show you some of those strands is when it's he says when your heart goes public so i'm quoting him. what shows up what shows up so sometimes something will come out of your mouth you're like wow i don't know where that came from or i don't know why i reacted like that or that was that wasn't like me no actually all of that was you like you and is there it's your heart went public and i think that all of a sudden my tree went public and it's exactly that was weak link those are moments that I think we can just dismiss. I can dismiss. So if I speak personally, I can have a day and just not really assess my day, especially in seasons where you you just know there's a lot going on that you're able to say, okay, what went public today? I need to take stock, stock of that and not just dismiss it, justify it, diminish it to be like, oh, it was no big deal. No, it's probably a bigger deal than you realize because it's there. We don't just say things randomly. It's actually your heart goes public. And that shows some of those weak links. And it's not about perfection. Once again, we're not saying, I know for myself, I have to tell myself, what I do in my own heart space before the Lord is not to earn his love. It's not to make him love me. It's to say, I want to actually worship you by the way I live my life, by fully being intimate with you and loving you. That's why I want to go there. It's not to earn God's love. So even as we're sharing this, I really want to say, like, if there is any striving or perfectionism that's coming over you right now, even hearing this, that I'm not enough and I need to be better, this is not the message. It's saying God wants you to live in life. This is about life. This has nothing about perfection. This is about life and longevity and living to the fullness of what God has for you in our imperfections and brokenness, but full of life and joy and strength in him. 
And so this is where God allows that to come forward. And I just feel like it really is a liberating experience when you allow yourself to sit back. And I've been doing that at the end of the day, kind of taking stock, not just a gratitude list, absolutely, but where did my heart go public today? God, where, where were those areas that all of a sudden I was like, wow, I never, I thought about something and why would I think that? Oh, that was just a random thought. No, like what is actually attached to the Holy Spirit? Show me, show me what that 50 strand of light, is there that blinking out here that I want to notice now? Note to self, next year, I'm totally getting brand new lights for my <laughs> entire tree because this has happened to me two years in a row. Oh, you're like, nope, that's it. That was the lights I replaced last year. Is that interesting? It's yeah. the same string huh. I replaced last year. Okay. So, you know, whatever that, whatever I've been putting there has not been sustainable. So the rest of the lights have been functioning. I'm like, please mm, don't let yeah. anything else go out. But really, like, yeah. what are we repairing with? What do we... What are we putting in its place? Yeah. Inferior. Exactly. Yeah. Or managing through validation of people or fixing with other things. Like it really is about, okay, God, show me what it is. And may I come to you to help me to go to that space Mm -hmm. to really do you to renew and repair, not just repair, but to give me something new. Yeah. It's funny that we're having this conversation because like you and I, this is a space you and I are not great in no we're not because we're better at working really hard to do the right thing do you know what i mean like really really putting a lot of effort into making good choices you know making wise choices not letting the heart (laughs) what what did you call it like the the heart space show up space yeah go public go public not letting that inner world show up pushing that inner world down so Mm. far and putting as much good as we can on top of it to almost try to mask or cover up like what's really really underneath there and so you know I know there's this there's this longing in my soul space there really is this longing in my soul space to live a little bit more closer to what it is that's going on in my heart what's really going on in my heart because again if if the focus is if i think of my life or my heart as your christmas tree right and if the focus is all of the strong lights all of the strong the 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 300s and you know the 200s and the expensive ones and these are all in good strong operation and if i just like put all of those on top the the truth is that that bottom rung even though I'm trying to hide mm. that, I'm trying to push that down. I, I don't want anybody to see that. I don't want that to show up. But what is that space? And I know for me, and and I'll just I'll just get really honest. Like for me, part there's probably lots in there. <laughs> there's probably lots, but part of what's underneath there, part of what is showing up in my life, and if I'm just really really honest, there is just a lack of self control, and like a lack of self-discipline that's showing up in my life right now. And it's showing up in like every sort of area of my life. Again, whether it's letting comforts, choosing different comforts. And the thing is, this is what happens inside my mind and inside my own heart as this shows up. I constantly self-justify. I constantly just self-justify it. Like whatever it is, I just self-justify. Yet I feel like, again, this call to live different than 
like whether it's the people around me, whether it's like, I feel this call to do it differently yet in my own flesh. I just want to justify my own choices. Like, like I've got, you know, I was just spending some time with the Lord and, you know, I have this dream to maybe one day write a book and I don't know if I will. Like, I really, I don't know if I will. I don't know if like, but I do have this dream to want to do it. And I want to, I want to, do it. Even if it doesn't go anywhere, if I never send it in, I, w- I have this dream to do and I want to do it. And I feel like this kind of inner conversation going, you can write a book or you can watch TV. Like I, like I literally, like there's a trade-off if you mm-hmm. want to do this. Like I feel this sort of like, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? This sort of like deeper call to, if you want to write a book, you've got to give something up. So you can write a book or you can watch TV. Which do you want? And then I literally just go and watch TV. <laughs> And I'm mm-hmm. like, or I watch a show, but then I justify and I say, I actually don't watch a lot of TV because I don't, I watch maybe an hour at the end of the night. Like it's not, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't even really like, like it to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So all this self justification goes off in my mind. And then I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. This shows up, but this shows up in all kinds of areas. You know, I want to be in better shape, but do I do anything about it? Nope, absolutely. And then I justify it. Oh, I'm just so busy. I have so much to do. I've been going all day, right? All these excuses of like justifying and are, if I sat with you and I explained them all to you, would you be like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, they're legit, but it doesn't matter (laughs) if they're not who you want to be. And if they're not, and it isn't like, again, it's to separate all of that from earning. Cause even as I talk about it, it can get caught up in this like earning space of like, do, 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 perform, perform, perform. That's not, ex- that's not mm-hmm. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not talking. I'm talking about laying all of that down. In fact, the performance is me telling you all the reasons why I didn't get to the gym or I don't have time to go for a walk or I don't, that's the performance. Mm-hmm. These are all the ways I'm performing. No, like the discipline of my life, my time with the Lord, my time in, in Bible study, my, my time discipling people, my time, like all of those things, right? Giving those, uh, surrendering all of those, all of that time to the Lord and trusting him to lead it in the most effective way and trusting that in that space, I will find rest Mm -hmm. if I'm literally tethered like a yoke to him walking alongside. So again, for me, it's that is all underneath all the good things and all the good lights and all Mm -hmm. the, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that is down there. And I'm like, I'm frustrated with myself. Mm -hmm. Like I am frustrated with myself, but that shows up honestly. And it shows up every day but i can hide it i can mask it i can mask it by all the good things all the good lights i can so that's just my real real moment and real frustration real Mm -hmm. frustration of walking that out i know that is honestly Laura. that is so powerful and i relate to that as well and i think even for myself if i was even to share you know the validation for me like you know when it gets to those places where i can feel like i am not doing enough i get more into this really toxic behavior in my mind like overdoing mm. over pushing over driving because i'm looking for something to fill a validation in my heart which is when i start to over like push and over and then i get like over consumed with like perfectionism or things i need to be doing it is an indicator to me. It's like that indicator light, that blinking light on my tree 
to say this is not sustainable because you're actually the light the source is not right like this is not going to last this is not going to be good your light source is in the wrong power source mm. like you are looking mm. for people to fill yeah, that affirmation yeah. few people to affirm and the more it's almost like the more you don't get it, the more you drive the more you can actually sabotage it's this weird toxic cycle so exactly like that those heart spaces exactly like you're saying all of that what you're saying i identify with i also identify with my own identity being like in what i do or not being enough having to be better the striving the enemy baits me there in those those that's that weak space and i've got to be really aware of when my heart goes public to be like okay this is a weak light this is this is an indicator right now that i need to kind of stop what i'm doing to once again get back into okay god taking a breath i'm laying that down i surrender and i don't want to live just authentic i want to live in authority i want to take authority of that i want to be liberated from that that's the thing the lord does it not to bring condemnation what's we've been saying it's to bring this to the surface to say i want to set you free to walk in freedom mm -hmm. and to walk fully in repentance and humility before me so i can take that weakness and make you strong yeah it's really to exchange with him to say okay but not to be condemned by it, but to be liberated from it. That's exactly the spirit of God is yeah. to set us free and not just free in those big moments of our life daily into walk in freedom and authority. Cause we've been talking about the provisions of heaven. It's one thing to recognize what's going on in our life, but what we do with that, it's actually meant to surrender to Christ and to then walk in the authority and the freedom and to begin to use the word of God to declare over the spaces and places his authority and to begin to speak that over our lives and our circumstance and to say no i am you know i am chosen i am called i am secure in the love of god to begin to speak the scripture and the truth over your life because that's the practical part of it it's one thing to recognize what's going on that's really hard for like we've been talking about that's hard for me it's really hard to even take stock i don't even like doing that yeah to be like oh yeah. like what's going on there oh my goodness and writing that out i'm like okay okay now i've got my list here i've got my gratitude list I have my heart public list. Okay. <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah. I begin to surrender this and to speak authoritative over it yeah. and to speak, God, this is what you say over this. I break this cycle over my life today and I confess this to you. And the Lord may even ask you in those moments to bring in someone to confess some of these things too. Like, you know, in our daily, we've talked about daily chucks. We've talked about repentance. We've talked about all those things. You might find these same things coming up. You might need a space of confession to say, this is where I'm really up against a wall. I need to confess this because I need this broken over my life because we're not meant to stay every day in this cycle. Repentance and confession is meant to bring us into a new place of new way of living, a new way of walking and to say, I need to break this. And yeah, I may fall down again tomorrow, but I need to confess this because I don't want to be the same a month from now. I want to be able to grow and to be, you know, to be able to liberate it. That is so powerful. And, and I do, I love how you said the source, what's the source. And again, if that 50 strand, that weak 50 strand, um, you know, string of lights is the source of all the other things, all the other amazing things that God is doing or, or that are going on, that's actually not enough. We actually have to be connected to the direct source, which is the Holy mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. Like we, we actually can't connect to anything in our own flesh, anything in our own weakness 
weakness. You know, I, you know, as you were just sharing all of that and, and even in my own reflection as well, like I, you know, I often think for, for us, you know, it's, we can hide this so well. We can hide this space so well. And we can also, even the very weaknesses that we just acknowledged and that we just owned and, you know, those weak lights that, that we just kind of pulled up from the depths of our heart and shared about today, you know, we can cover those. We can make light of them. We can actually talk about them in a way that actually makes us look better. (laughs) Like, because again, even in a lack of self-discipline, there's still discipline. So I can just talk about the discipline and make myself look really good. And and same with you, like when it, when you're talking about performance or you're talking about looking for validation, like you can actually get a whole, because of all that you do in a day, in a week, you could get a lot of validation and a lot of, right? Because you look good doing that, but only you know, oh my yeah. goodness, this yeah. is not a good route. Yeah. Like this is actually feeding a place in my flesh that is not healthy and not good. Like only you know that. And same with me. Like mm-hmm. I know that even my life can look very disciplined. It can look and appear very disciplined because I can be very disciplined in a lot of ways, but I know but there are areas that are completely not disciplined that God is set, God is like drawing me into, calling me into. And I'm, I'm just not able, like I'm literally weak and I can't do it. Mm. And, and so again, there's this like, there's this like hiddenness in it because we can cover it up with what looks with all the pretty lights and with what looks good. And I, I just, as we were both sharing this, I thought, oh my goodness, Lord, like I just felt again, the Lord convict me of the pride like that is in that space of, you know, my own unwillingness to be vulnerable about this weakness really is again, my pride, like it's pride and the sin of pride for me, like it is like, it's the sin of all sins. It really is. Like, it's the root. I it believe is. pride is the root yes. of all other sin. Yes. It starts at pride and mm-hmm. then it rolls out from there. And like, I just, there's this, there's this desire and this hunger. And I know that I know that I can't, um, I have no control or no power over what anyone else does, but I just, I so desire to be a part of a community that like lives out their faith from a place of such humility before the Lord. And I have to like, like I want to connect to that in myself. Do you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. together, like together in community, what a beautiful space of like really God is the only one who is good. Like God is the only one who is good. And it and it isn't like I'm a worm. It's not that, but it is an awareness of mm. like God is good. Like he's the only one that's holy. He is righteous. And he's literally given us, empowered us to walk in that, but it's his. Like it belong it's a gift from him and that's the source. The source has to be our utter reliance and our utter dependency on him. And so, yeah, from that beautiful space, like I just honestly want to acknowledge my own pride in how so often I want to focus on all the pretty lights and like covering up, you know, the, that, that strand of weakness on the bottom, but actually like, you know, Paul said literally, like I boast in my weakness, Mm. like, because it is Christ's power that is made perfect in my weakness. Like that's, 
that's the desire of our hearts. And I know it is for you too. Like that is a desire of our hearts, but there is a whole other place of just confessional repentance, like being in touch with an awareness of that. Like I want to keep walking in and I want to keep learning how to walk in, um, as we, yeah, just flesh out this beautiful faith journey together. Mm, I love that. It's so beautiful. I know confession confession all of those things like when we just talked we've talked about this in the past but confession is such a link because even as we were talking about you know our heart space and repentance and walking in a place of authenticity before the lord but authority as well yeah you know when james it talks about in chapter five confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed we often think physically but actually it's also speaking about being healed for the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And you know, when you think of the earnest prayer, what is earnest? It's honest. It's authentic. It's right from the heart. It's not filled with all the bells and the whistles, religious. It's earnest. And we think of a righteous person. It's not us. Like when God looks at us, he tells us in his word that he looks at us and sees his son. And we find no fault in his eyes because of his son, because of Jesus Christ. That is what he sees. He sees what Jesus has done for us when he looks at us. That is what we're covered in, the robes of righteousness of Christ. And so even that, because some of you might disqualify, be like, well, I'm not, I'm not righteous. Well, pray honest and surrender yourself to Jesus. And guess what? It says, and with great power produces wonderful results. And that's what God wants for us. He wants us to be filled with real life. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to move forward. But there is something about confessing to one another you know a funny story as we're coming near the end confession you know when we're thinking about our heart space i want to say it was might have been about 10 years ago i was in a grocery store and something happened and not something happened i was jay was on the phone with me and i he asked me about something what it cost and i gave him randomly this this answer that wasn't even true i remember hanging it was about turkey it was about the cost of turkey and i remember being so embarrassed when i hung up i was like why did i just say it cost that much it didn't even cost that much Oh my goodness, I was so dumb. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, you need to confess that. And I was like, I am not going home and confessing to Jay that the deli meat cost. Right. All the drive home, the Lord's like, confess the turkey meat. Like, confess it. And I was like, that is so dumb. I am so not doing that. Like, God, I don't know why I just lied about that. You know, I don't even know why that just happened. And I felt like the Lord just kept telling me, confess it, confess it. So when Jay came home from work, I was like, Jay, I need to confess something to you. The deli meat did not cost. And he started laughing. Like, it was kind of funny. But I'm like, no, like, I need to confess. He's like, no, I appreciate you confessing that. But honestly, don't dismiss the deli meat. Don't dismiss the turkey. Don't dismiss it. When we're talking about confession, the heart space, justification, all these little things, we could be like, oh, that's not important. But God knows Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. things are linked to. He only is good. He only knows. And the confession part is part of us walking with great results. And what's results? Fruitfulness, life, all the fruits of the spirit. That is what God's heart is for us. But we have to be able to lay down the pride. And sometimes it means confessing deli meat. Sometimes it means confessing something really big, even at the expense of, things that are major in your life that you know God's been putting his finger on for a while for you to kind of lean into and not just repent privately, but to be able to take the step to say, I need now to confess this. Only you know before the Lord, but the beautiful thing is when we come to God, he is good. It may be a tough, tough journey, 
but he will bring beautiful fruit and set you free from shame and guilt in different different capacities and areas but still the end result is good yeah it's good yeah that's so good wow you know as you were sharing that little story i feel like i had a little awakening moment even in the midst of this conversation you know we've been talking about that little strand of lights and you know calling it a little strand of lights but the truth is that those sin areas in our heart whether they're small or whether they're huge they're all huge Mm. they really are true like they're not like because again like you you know you talk about the story of the deli meat and and you think about you know maybe the deli meat maybe that is like actually like a small game moment but that is connected to a large game moment because if you didn't confess that one what was the next lie going to be what what was the next lie going to be like we open the door in our heart and in our life for the next level of whatever that is connected to and actually like when we think about it like that there really is no small Mm. string of lights it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if it is deli meat or it doesn't matter if it is an affair they're they're both actually meant for our destruction because our enemy like our spiritual enemy has one plan in mind for us through these things through all these things that we try to cover and bury and in fact the more we try to cover it and the more we try to bury i feel like the bigger and the more um dangerous those what we call the little strands become because we're not actually willing to bring those out into the light confess them own them kind of bring them to the only one who can bring that healing in that scripture that you said. So again, I feel like even in this conversation, as you're listening and and coming along this journey with us and just thinking about the things in your own life, don't just think about the little strings. Think about what's connected to the little string, Mm. because honestly, there it only starts as a little string. And that's the space where we often justify and we say, oh, that's it's just turkey. Like this is Mm -hmm, not a big mm -hmm. deal. And really, at the end of the day, it's not. But it is because it's connected to whatever is next. And the enemy just wants to get a hook in there. And as soon as he does, it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse. And again, like we like to say, oh, you know, a lot an affair is worse than a lie. Well, but to God, they're all next to his holiness they all break you know break down our connection with him it doesn't it doesn't make any difference in a sense obviously the consequence of how we live that out yes i understand there's that looks a little bit different but we like to place weight on certain Mm -hmm. things and say they're bigger than others but the enemy has the exact same end in mind for Mm -hmm. every single one of these little things so i say that just to say like not from a place of fear but also just from a place of like we these matter Mm -hmm. these little these things we call the little strings they Mm -hmm. matter because they Mm -hmm. lead to the big strings and whether you've got a little string or a big string that needs to come out into the light and and needs to be confessed like do it quickly do it quickly and do it with someone that you trust and do it with you know and and bring it to light and let god begin that healing and plug in to the source to the right source not the source of the enemy that wants to feed your flesh and wants to feed your pride and wants to feed plug into the source of holiness and righteousness of christ you know that is your covering that literally is that filter that when god looks at you he Mm -hmm. sees all that christ has made available for you that's what you have to walk in that's your provision so 
So beautiful. Mm -hmm. So as we close today, mm -hmm. we just want to encourage you, you know, as your heart goes public, you can bring that to a king who can give you a new heart. Yeah. He can actually take your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. He could give you a new spirit like that. I love that Psalm creating me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And that's what we can have. We can't do this on our own. It is only through the work of God and his spirit. And so today, no matter what you face, it's a new day. Don't disqualify yourself today. Know that God sees you and loves you and he wants to give you a new heart. He wants you to go public with these things so he can go into those spaces and bring new life. Behold, he's doing a new thing and may you feel his mercy fresh today. A restart, today's a new start. Some of you need to hear that today. His mercies are new every day. Great is his faithfulness. When we're faithless, he remains faithful, but he wants us to come and he wants us to exchange our heart of stone and he wants to give us something new. And so your king is trustworthy. Place your heart, place all of these things, confess to him and he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. What a beautiful king we serve. What a beautiful promise. And hold fast. If you're discouraged in, you know, sort of the same things that just keep seeming to show up again and again and again, and we've all got them. We've all got sort of these, we go around the mountain and we go around the mountain and we go around the mountain because, you know, our, our sin comes from the desire that's within us. And so again, this is going to be part of the battle, the war between our spirit and our flesh, but hold fast in the midst because when we're plugged into the source that is the Holy Spirit of God. He does strengthen us to overcome. And so plug into that right source, hold fast in the midst. You're not alone in your battle. In your battle. We're with you. We're fighting with you. And we hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and he is always with you.